Lions coming off a huge win as they just keep rolling. Four and one. Second best record in the NFL. From the Lions, as he does every Monday, Alex Anzalone on the Mitch Album program. Hello, Alex. How's it going? Good. Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Thank it's getting you. boring, all this winning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic game yesterday. I, You know, I, I've been here, let's say, just a really long time uh, watching Lions games. And I wrote in the column today that I've seen many games like this with Lions teams that were supposed to be pretty good. And they ended up losing them because they didn't take the team seriously enough or they weren't prepared. They ended up making a, a, a quarterback that nobody ever heard of before look like some kind of superstar. You didn't do any of that. You literally took care of absolutely the business that you should have, and you played like a team that's 4-1 and one against a team that was you know, uh, Owen, now 0-5 coming in. Was there a, you know, during the week, concerted effort to make sure that there was no let-up after the Green Bay big win on the road there, taking on, you know, what's considered one of the lesser teams in the NFL? Yeah, for sure. I think that um, one thing is that obviously we learned our last our lesson last year with them um, playing at Carolina on Christmas Eve. And secondly, Dan did a good job of getting our mind ready for this week. Um, he show, actually showed us a video of Secretariat for the, the, from the movie and um, kind of talking about how when Secretariat would just they just need to get the horse in sight with a, another horse at the competition and they'll be good to go. But outside of that, that's when Secretariat struggled when they couldn't see the competition. Wow. So uh, I get that was just a little analogy so, for. So when he know, says I got a time. bunch of horses here, he really means it. Yeah, he, yeah, exactly. He's he, pretty much don't don't let the own four team come in and, and beat you guys when you're not expecting it. I'm glad he didn't show Francis the talking mule. Well, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> Does that stuff work? You know, like we sit here and we we you know giggle at it a little bit, but you know sometimes we forget that there are guys in the team who are only. 22, 23, 24 years old, you know, they, they, they haven't gone through all that, that, that uh, you know, they haven't lived long enough for this stuff to be considered hokey. So maybe it it really does inspire. Do you find that kind of stuff is effective, movies and quotes? Yeah, for sure. I feel like, one, it definitely changes up the dynamic of the team meeting. You know, those can get redundant and boring week after week after week, you know. Right. Um, and I've been a part of those teams that have, some head coaches, I was like, oh, here we go, team meeting. But, no, Dan does a great job of just keeping it interesting, um, keeping us, you know, grounded and what, know what we have to do each week. But he has different ways of letting us know and reminding us really what, what we have to do, which is, which I, I love it. 42-24 to 24 was the final score. But, really, when it mattered, you know, you held Carolina for the first three quarters to one touchdown and one field goal. And, you know, again, the defense just continues to stun three takeovers and takeaways. One, an interception that, honestly, Aiden Hutchinson, who, you know, (laughs) we we expect him to be good. He was, uh, you know, number two pick in the draft. But he snagged that ball like a shortstop. I was expecting him to throw it to first for the double play. You know, that was was an incredible uh, uh, act of, of, uh, of flexibility for a guy his size. 
I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at it on tape, but how impressive was that interception? Yeah, yeah, I saw the TV copies, but um, no, it's awesome. I feel like that was that was a great play, and that just shows what he's not just a DN. He's a he's a really good athlete. He he's made four interceptions the past you know this year and last year, so it's it's really impressive uh, in that regard. And um, you know his his instincts just took over on that play and. He threw it, you know, not right to him, but a little. He was able to grab grab the ball with his one hand, and um, unfortunately, you can tell he didn't he didn't have too much uh, offense in his background in high school or something because he got whacked. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got he got hit so hard he couldn't dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's illegal. That's a, oh, he must be hurting. Yeah, I know that's a legal <laughs> hit, but isn't that kind of a cheap hit that guy did? I, I thought when the time came, that was kind of a. I know it was legal, but don't you guys like take care of yourselves out there? Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this firsthand: um, it's you either do that or you go high and you get fined. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are going to have empathy for Aiden Hutchinson when he's running down the field with a football, and they're <laughs> going to figure he's inflicted his share of punishment over the over the uh, months and games. They're going to inflict some back on him. Um, the right. rest of the rest of the defense, though, also you forced a fumble. Uh, Jerry Jacobs had an interception, and for the most part, you seem to be able to keep uh, Bryce Young off balance. He's obviously talented, and he completed a lot of passes, uh, you know, that that were that moved the, the the team downfield before you kind of put the brakes on him. But you know, he's young and he's new. Mm-hmm. And were you able to sort of sense that and take advantage of that? Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the thing about their offense, if you, the past few weeks, you know, for them, they they move the ball, they score points, you know, they just they get to certain points in the game, and they they've been kind of self destructive. They have a penalty, a false start, a holding that really would kill a lot of their drives. And um, you know, on film, it they they're not a bad team. They actually have a good scheme and um, good players all around. So um, you know, it's it's not just him. I think it's the whole group, they just have to get it together. But, no, he's definitely talented. Um, you know, still young. You could tell by, the, you know, the throw he made that Jerry picked off um, or the one that Aiden did too. So, um, you know, but, he, yeah, very talented. And he, he's going to figure it out. He's going to get more pieces around him and, you know. Yeah. Um, the defense generally, when they're not on the field, uh, is, is focusing on what they have to do when they go back out there. But I'm hoping – you had the opportunity to see this play on the way the rest of us did. Goff gave the ball to David Montgomery, who gave the ball to Reynolds, who gave the ball back to Goff, who threw the ball down the sidelines to Sam Laporta, who ran into the end zone. This is very much like a play that I remember calling when I was nine years old (laughs) down in in the street corner. You be the penny and you be the bottle cap and you go here and you give it back to me. Uh, how, how much fun was that to watch or even to practice? Right, yeah. So we, we saw him run it in practice. And um, I, I remember asking Jared, I was like, you really think that's going to work? And <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, I, I, I think he said he ran it um, maybe one other time in his career or something like that. But, yeah, he, he's like, yeah, it's going to work. And um, right when I knew that that, that play call was coming in or um, – you know, that I saw him do that one flip. I knew exactly, I think when they gave it to David and he flipped it back to Khalif or something like that, that I knew exactly what was happening and Sam was wide open. It was, it was great. And, um, you know, just kept our momentum going. 
Yeah. It had to be a great play because the 49ers ran it last night, and I thought I heard <laughs> after the game that the Santa Shanahan or Kittle said that they saw the Lions do it, and they, they had one in their playbook, and they did the same play last night. And did they have, get a touchdown? Exactly. Exact, it was the exact yeah, same play, exact, exact yeah. same way, because they wow. put the two highlights of them together yep. with the exact same play. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, as we're talking to Alex Anzalone here, there was a milestone uh, also for the Lions with that win. Uh, it was Taylor Decker's 100th start. Uh, now, I know he plays on the opposite side of the ball, but he's a big guy like you guys. And, you know, they often don't get the attention, uh, linemen, offensive or defensive linemen. And to play 100 games, his to give you perspective, his first game was the year after Calvin Johnson retired. I think it was the first game without Calvin Johnson. It was the last year of Jim Caldwell's regime uh, i think dan quinn kenny was he was the gm at the time so he still dan had the quinn. whole matt patricia era to go the whole jim bob cooter era to go and all the rest of that stuff before he ultimately got you know he got to where he is right now a hundred starts i know that you guys gave the game ball to him any comment on what it means to play a hundred games in one uniform particularly yeah. that position yeah, I was going to say that I think the, the the biggest emphasis is in one uniform. I think that, um, you know, a lot of guys play 100, 100 starts. Not a lot, but there there are a handful. But to play with it, play that with one team is, is really impressive. And that's probably one of the hardest things to do. And, you know, it's like something I can never say. I, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Because I played on two different teams. So, um, you know, it's really impressive. Well, you're not done yet, Alex. <laughs> no, I know. I'm saying I can't, I can't do it because I'm played on two different teams. That's all. So, well, but um, you might get you might get a hundred with the Lions and keep playing yeah, the way right, they are. True. You yeah. keep playing the way you are, and you keep playing the way they are. They'll ask you yeah. for a thousand. <laughs> yeah, my wife may go crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> so now you uh, head into uh what many feel is a little bit tougher part of your schedule. You got Tampa Bay on the road, then you got Baltimore, Baltimore on the road. Uh this will be a challenge. Talk about those upcoming games. Yeah, to obviously the Tampa Tampa game. They're playing another divisional leader. Um, you know, Baker's playing good football right now and their defenses have always been stout. And um so it's gonna be a good game, man. And I think that uh it's a good challenge for us. I, I know we're up to any challenge really and um, it'll be a good testament to where we're really at, and um, really see we want we want to end this month of October really strong. So that that's really our goal for the team. Now, this I'm wondering is third... wondering what animal film uh, uh, Dan Campbell's going to show before the camp again. <laughs> yeah, right. Probably some alligators or something. <laughs> now this is your third year here. This is the first year you guys have won in the first part of the season. You know, the last the first year you guys started zero and nine, and last year you were one and six or whatever. Is it a different? pressure or less pressure now to go into the rest of the season that you you know you you've established yourselves as a winning team early yeah man i'll tell you one thing these weeks are flying by i think when you're losing when you go one and six and you're just losing game after game those weeks are very very slow so um no it's a lot of fun uh it's a lot easier less pressure um you know you you're kind of just flowing and moving and grooving so um, yeah, the, 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 we're flying by the weeks are flying by and, you know, we're already in what week, uh, six. week six. Yeah, so. six. Mm-hmm. yeah. And in first place, and depending on what happens with green Bay tonight, you know, maybe by a couple of games, it sure looks like, uh, Chicago and Minnesota are, would have a challenge to challenge you guys. So it's already maybe a, a, a two team race. 
So, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun to have a first-place football team, uh, and uh, Ford Field is rocking. And like you say, these next two, these next two weeks uh, will show a lot. But uh, you guys are playing great. Congratulations to it. And, uh, and best of luck uh, against Tampa Bay. We'll get a chance to talk to you next Monday. Thank you, guys. Alex Anzalone, as always, every Monday here on 760 WJR.